Well, welcome back, ladies and germs, to another episode of Stephen Linda Make a Podcast. Stephen Linda could not join us this week. Uh, they've been wrapped up with chicken business. Um, but they are back in the States, which is exciting. Um, I think uh, we'll see them next week, is the word. Um, for this week, what we wanted to do was just dive into a little update. Because guess what? We've missed a week, and we know how much the uh, you all, loyal listeners, have missed um, all of the important information that we communicate. So here we are. Time to catch up. Um, no real questions. Just a round robin situation. Um, I think that at least for uh, a few of us, I know it's been a, a productive and um, a novel week. So um, let's just go around the horn. Does anyone have any big time updates to share with uh, um, what's the name of our Stephen Linda fan base? Slindians. Yeah. <laughs> loyal slindians uh tune tune your ears to um <laughs> that sounds slimy i don't know if it can be slindian <laughs> well again dan will just uh dan will just paper over that no i think for this week that's what it's gonna have to be <laughs> um speaking personally to dive in um forest floor mushrooms had quite a week i know that it's been <laughs> at least if, I, if it hasn't felt this way from the outside it's felt this way from the inside just a, a, a couple of weeks of um despair and existential sadness oh <laughs> is that how it felt on the outside no i didn't get that at all <laughs> <laughs> You hide it so well. Oh, God. Both of you are so bad at lying. <laughs> <laughs> this week and last week went really well, and I think um, this might be, if we try and drag out some themes, um, this might be a preliminary uh, seedling of a theme that I'll plant right now. Um, Parker and I started doing stuff together. Um which has felt just at least for me um so this is going to be like uh how much do I do I flatter Parker and how much is he just going to be like I'm so bored with this kid already <laughs> but, flatter him yeah, flatter him it was really useful just to to be so we've done things in person masks on the whole time um for those of you out there uh who are concerned about our our health personal safety yeah. <laughs> and um uh where we stand on that whole pro uh um, problem uh, anyway so we've done so well because i think just um being in person with each other and i think this is something we talked about in the last um episode just being in person for my personality type and i think like for parker's personality type uh is really really uh useful mm -hmm. and having a, a number of different things so like parker still is working um on graphics i won't say too much about what he's doing he'll take that um uh he knows more than i do but um <laughs> he's still doing that stuff i'm still doing um tutoring i'm still doing um 
a couple of other uh, writing things myself, but having those things all moving at the same time has been uh, really useful just to keep momentum. So details of what we did this week. We spill them, spill them. Yeah. So we have started the <laughs> the extract labels. Um, we've Damn. done a lot of research this That's week. That's lovely. That is. Yeah. For those who recall, there was an ultimatum. Yeah. To make some progress on that for this week. Oh you, yeah, uh, good job, guys. Wow. What is yeah, that that's line? good. Don't congratulate us. It's been <laughs> it's been four months. <laughs> hey, first step done yeah. in public. Love it. Right. So we've done a lot of research because I think um, if that is one of the big parts of the business and it's something that we want to legitimize, um, then it's for sure something that requires just detailed regulatory information. So we've been on the FDA website. We've been um, just like peeping other people's ads for their extracts to see what kind of protocols they seem to be following. Um, and so we gathered a bunch of information about what's the appropriate verbiage to put on there, um, as well as just getting like design ideas. And I think that's going pretty swimmingly. We're working on some copy right now, trying to figure out exactly uh, how to um, word our little uh, <laughs> spiels on the outside of these labels. <laughs> but um, the extracts themselves are going really well. I started a new batch just spurred on by um, getting together with Parker on Thursday and um, talking through how we can just like, um, yeah, I mean, hold each other accountable to doing these things and really go for it um, uh, as a team. And then for the fresh mushrooms, we have all but moved the operation to the shed, which is, um, I think, <laughs> so doing stuff HQ2? Oh, yeah, except it might, well, it might be HQ1 because the basement Whoa. has been such a um, – this, I think, again, if we're drawing out um, points, doing stuff in your own home, for me, has been really, really uh, limiting. Intriguing. And I know, Dan, you do, mo I mean, you and Ian both do. Um, so I'm interested to see your thoughts on the divide, just the physical divide between a workspace and a home space. What well, divide? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's what it felt like for me, but that does not seem like a good relationship. So what we did was we are setting up um, the shed as uh, a space to incubate fresh mushrooms. Um, I'm hopefully going to set up a tent um, in a nearby attic <laughs> <laughs> my parents attic <laughs> it feels like uh, uh, so absurd but yeah my parents attic we're going to set up a tent in my parents attic um, and that'll be a fruiting station but moving things out of the home already feels like okay I'm getting in the car to go someplace I'm waking up and like putting pants on and that feels like the day is starting I actually have things to do and I will do them dude Putting pants on, you're doing the pandemic all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
you you could probably don't have to wear pants to the shed i feel like as long as you can make it to your car and out of the car to the shed in that you know a lot of time there are some kids on the street behind me so you just have to yeah. get a little we, i mean we might want to set up a dress code for the shed and then just make fridays like casual days or just specifically it is, it is getting cold hawaiian shirt days <laughs> hawaiian shirt over our coveralls i think that's important yeah. <laughs> it's important to get that culture rocking yeah. early make sure nobody wants to do business with us before we start <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's sound business practice, I think. <laughs> um, so to wrap up my points, that's like moving outside has or moving out of my home has been really useful. Um, partnering with someone is uh, someone whom I love and care for has, is very useful. Um, just like talking things out, very useful. And then um, I don't know, and it's just an injected a new level of. Uh, inspiration um, into the old forest floor endeavor. So um, uh, we're going to hopefully start up a new grow this week and reach out to restaurants as, uh, so like Parker and I will basically go through a little bit of um, <laughs> learning. Like we're going to, we're going to walk through what it looks like to actually put the stuff together so the two of us can do it. Um, and uh, then look ahead to reaching out to probably Phoenixville oriented um, restaurants or Chester County located restaurants and, and small businesses. So big week. Feels like moves are happening. I feel I woke up this morning and I went, um, all right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. It is exciting. Yeah. 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 Parker, anything that you would add to um, the stuff that we got done this week? Yeah. So, um, the shed, we pretty much are like splitting the shed in half. I don't know if that was like discussed earlier. And Dan did get a sneak peek for the viewers at home, listeners at home. Um, yeah, we'll post that on our uh, Patreon. Yeah, um, we can we can do some before and after a, stuff. It'll be on the Patreon. Paywall. Just uh, be sure to subscribe specifically for this podcast that you listen to. Um, but StevenLinda.com. Come on, you Slindy. Is it StevenLindaMakeAPodcast.com? <laughs> it is, yeah. StevenLindaMakeAPodcast.com. Steven Linda. That's Linda with a Y. Why? That's how she spells her that's how she name. Because she, <laughs> she's a real person and that's her name. Um, that's how she spells She's coming back next week, obviously. Yeah, after yep. the chickens are done laying eggs. The season's almost done, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see them soon. If you just ended that sentence at after the chickens, period. <laughs> <laughs> that's so dark. <laughs> Sorry, Parker. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, we split up. Uh, you You really did most of the Parker's a construction worker. It's well, hard, it seems. He's yeah, that was ahead. that was what came to so literally because like we were I was talking to Brendan about it. It literally like I think I started on Saturday and me and Brendan were talking, I guess, on like Thursday, because I, I think I had reached out. That's when like it initially started. I was like, hey, like I realize I have like a I don't know, I have like a lot of hours a week that I would love to like just help out with this stuff. And Brendan was like, Yeah, jump on board. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, Do you want to do the shed? And he was like, Yeah. And so that became Saturday at like 5 p.m. Me and Lily had like a, a really lazy Saturday because it was like kind of a crappy day weather wise. So like it was one of those like stay on the couch and not do too much, not be super active. Um, it's almost hibernation season anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, and um, <clears throat> so that like then at like six o'clock it hit me. I was like, oh, I want to get a lot of stuff done on the shed. And this is like 6 p.m. So I ran out to uh, 
lows and got like i don't know like 11 studs or something like that or 12 studs like two by fours and just threw up like a partition wall in the shed that night i think i like just started texting brendan at like i don't know like 7 30 and i was like hey look and he was like yeah and then like i was like wait 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 and then like sent him another picture and i was like hey look and then the wall was up and he was like oh and i was like yeah <laughs> and like so i just kind of uh i think like lily was like kind of like hey it's saturday don't you want to hang out and i was like no i have to i, I must go <laughs> like, like, i'm sorry um but i think that we got a lot done and we like figured out how we're going to insulate um i have uh shout out to matt piccarella uh, local contractor way more legit than i am uh he's gonna come out and run power out to the shed um on saturday wow. so then we'll have be able to run like the space heater keep it between that 40 and 80 degrees i think just like also like uh there was a, a mushroom summit this weekend like a virtual summit that mm -hmm. uh brendan had introduced me to so i definitely like learned more about like mushrooms than i feel like i've ever known yeah. just like i don't know at least like the cultivating and stuff like that uh this week which has been really exciting for me um but yeah. how did that do you mind diving into that a little bit was it like a growers forum or did they have speakers or how did that work so there's this guy yeah. mike yeah go ahead parker no after you go for it uh so there, there's this guy michael kilpatrick who um oh, yeah, sort mike. of <laughs> sort of like organizes farm farmer summits like small farmer um summits depending on um what sort of specific crop you're intending to grow and he's been um, organizing a mushroom farmer summit. I think this is the second one. Uh, and it was basically just, uh, poof, man, it was probably 30 presenters. And effectively it was like um, him either interviewing or just uh, asking certain leaders in the industry uh, to post a video or like create some kind of a lesson type thing. Um, and then he coordinated them all into uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and it was all, I mean, it ranged, it ranges from pr really practical stuff and really small farms to like fairly experimental or fairly uh, research oriented stuff. Um, and so we wa watched a couple of them that were really cool. I, I watched one that was about these cordyceps mushrooms. Um, and it's actually a guy in like the Susquehanna area, I think. Oh, He's okay. in Pennsylvania. His name's William Padilla Brown. Um, oh, Will. <laughs> Dan, you're so uh, hip to the whole like cultivation scene. You just know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> know everyone. We're on nickname basis. <laughs> We're tossing out fake names in a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's he cool. Was, yeah, he was talking about like cultivating cordyceps, these mushrooms that um, we're making an extract of them. And they're the ones that I mentioned uh, that are the one like those ones that parasitize insects and then make them zombies and then grow out of their heads. It's 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 not as but it's good for yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um so yeah, and then like going with that, I think because like I me and Brendan talked about one and uh, a lot or at least i feel like i talked to him a lot in a lot of detail and he was like just as on board but it was kind of like one of those like eye-opening like third eye-opening moments where uh, i think it was like tim oh look at the tim hensley oh, yeah. in uh kentucky he like pretty much just walked you through like his he he has like uh in like the i guess like the appalachian area of kentucky he has like this like really cool farm setup and he just like goes through like pretty much his history and like what he's growing there 
And I was just like, oh, fuck, I want to do that. Um, and so like pretty much like watch that. And I was like, hey, Brendan. Um, OK, like, I was just like, yeah, like, let's let, let's do that. And he's like, all right. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so that was really exciting. It was, it was just a really cool. It's like a bunch of everybody's like super chill and like the mushroom. No, I feel like nobody really takes themselves too seriously. Like they're all like pretty yeah. much like saying it's not rocket science. Like, I don't know why more people don't do it, but it's really fun. So like you should do it <laughs> like I don't yeah know. i think that's a huge thing that um view like <laughs> the resources that you expose yourself to can really change how you approach these things and the resources that at least i started out exposing myself to were mostly just like youtube videos so i have a, a couple of books which themselves are really um obviously well researched and well um organized and thoughtful and all of this stuff um, but they're a little intimidating if you're just trying to like fuck around and do something <laughs> small scale and then build, build, build slowly. So, um, watching this summit and, and in the past watching a bunch of different, just YouTube channels, I think has been real demystifying and just like encouraging, like seeing people. Yeah. These people don't, um, they're fairly transparent about it being, uh, uh, Obtainable. something you just have to work at and what'd you say uh, obtainable just like yeah oh yeah but. yeah so i'm glad you had that same takeaway it was like it's refreshing to see people just uh without pretense at all talking yeah. about stuff you want to do that's super exciting so definitely looking forward to that um and then Going back to the other side of stuff, graphics wise, um, I like, I guess two weeks ago, I walked that area. The Lock 29 logo job is like finished. Um, oh, cool. So, but he was also like, he still wants to do like, now he wants to do like four murals on each side, like three of them being like the Ooh. restaurant related. And then one, he was just like, uh, I, I was just going to hire like a local murus, mural artist anyway. So if you just want to like come up with something like area based, then go for it. So I think that I'm going to be able to get in the spring a couple of murals done for that. And then I think uh, the guy, the people over at Reach want to start like a simple um, holder website for their new, uh, I think it's for the factory, but I could be mistaken, but uh, their new climbing uh, center. So be starting on that later this week. That's exciting. What is it called? Uh, Reach. Um, they're, they're like a climbing gym over in uh, Bridgeport. Conchahokan area. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I... If you had mentioned that before, I forgot. Oh, they were like my. Do you uh, do you still climb? No, not Parker? as much. No, uh, my sister just got back into it, so I feel like once COVID's done, I'll be pulled back into that. But <laughs> I haven't been. <clears throat> yeah. One time, Parker, you uh, like when you were in the heat of um, your climbing world. Uh, I went with you, and you were so enthused, and it was so much fun, and you were so enthused about it. Um, that I got so enthused about it that I ended up buying some used <laughs> climbing shoes. And, <laughs> and they're still in like a box in my closet. They've come through at least three moves with me. <laughs> yeah, Bob, yeah. We, should, we should go climbing sometime. I was, I was I gonna say, yeah, shoes. we should go climbing. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I got shoes I haven't used in a year. I don't even think I have shoes. I always rented them. Oh no, I have shoes. I totally have shoes. They make my feet hurt so bad. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, some wide toes. So I'm trying to squeeze the, like a, a wide box of toes into a freaking pinpoint. Not great. 
but yeah so when did you when did you get um like were you working on corresponding with these people over the past couple of weeks when did that um stuff come up which which, which stuff sorry the folks at oh so they're they're my like they're my they're my forever client the first one that i was talking about they i've, I've been doing oh, like their like okay. social stuff and just doing like graphics all around their place but uh mike just reached out and was like hey we need to do this and i was like he was like do you know anybody and i was like me he was like oh okay yeah let's do that like yeah like so that's good how well do we really know ourselves mike uh he he does do that a lot my client like he'll like he'll he'll just like ask me he's like do you know anybody who could do this and it's clearly something that falls into like my wheelhouse every time and i'm like yes i can and he's like okay well like let's get started then and i'm like why why don't you just say like we need a this done i don't know like he's, he's a funny guy i've actually never met him i've only like talked to him on the phone or i've never met him in person which is weird because we've been working together for like what feels like a year now. i guess it's only been like nine months but strange hmm. do you think that's just his way of getting to you like like he's effectively asking you and he knows that but He's just not trying to make it as like, hey, do this or something. It, it might be. It might just be like a different business practice. Like maybe that's how he like is like that's like an appropriate way to ask people to do stuff or like, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe it's just like maybe he's like actually super wary of like bandwidth. I doubt that. But like not saying that I doubt that he is, but I feel like people in general don't ask mm, freelancers about you, like, yeah, like if like I can like, do it that week. Yeah, 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 right. So, but it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So for the mural stuff is that something that like how do you build that is that something that you um will basically just like take an hourly rate or is that something that you would um sum up all together and would you if it's like hourly do you um bill for the time that you're designing things so i bill like minimal for the design of it because usually like the install is like pretty I, I just do like a like each mural has like a square footage kind of price um, mm -hmm. And since this first one that I'm doing, I'm going to be like either up on a ladder or up on the scissor lift. I'm probably going to charge like one and a half just because it's like dangerous and freezing outside. Mm -hmm. So I'm like not trying to make your it life worth, like make, yeah, is yeah. your life and health worth something or something like that. Exactly. That's what I was like kind of getting at. But, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not too expensive. You know, I'm still just from Phoenix. I'm Phoenixville trash. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You got to cut that out, Parker. <laughs> that hurt my heart. Uh, <laughs> but yeah you know <laughs> no and but how yeah. do you and where do you like establish the rates is that something that um you developed from like yeah how did you develop your your rate Pull them out of your ass dan is a hundred percent right so i charge like nothing on the uh phs ones because like they're a non-profit and i couldn't really they like need to yeah. get it done and like that's like you know the right thing to do but like as you like keep going you're like this is like a thing like now i'm also like i don't know four murals in so i feel like you know, I, I do this now. Like I, I can say I do that. Not professionally. Well, yeah, professionally. So it's yeah. like, I, I think that like, also like, I don't know, anything that I charge is going to be not comparable unless like somebody gets like a crazy grant and like can fund themselves. So like I'm still like on the lower end of cost mm -hmm. for what I'm doing. So yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's exciting. So Dan, you've had what we, what we would call an interesting pair of weeks. Can we uh, can we reveal? Can we pull back the curtain? I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit my job. <laughs> How does it feel? It feels weird. Yeah. 
It feels weird. It's very cool. Uh, this is day four. And you don't count I, the weekends, Dan. This is day four, and I have an incredibly <laughs> annoying, nagging feeling like I need to sign on to my work computer. Meanwhile, I have shipped that back. There is no signing on. Uh, that's not an option that I have, but I feel like I got to get back on there, like like I'm playing hooky or something. Um, so I'm I'm really hoping that goes away in a couple days. <laughs> it took me like two um, weeks. It, weeks, you said? Yeah, it, it lingers. It's, I think it's this really is what great. they say. There's like a there's definitely a ratio of how long you were in that relationship to how long it takes to get over the breakup. <laughs> I should have I should have consulted you, Ian, on like all the weird emotional roller coasters I was about to ride, but Ooh, here I, we are. Wait, wait, can, so that is such an interesting point because that is stuff you would not know unless you're in it. Can we please dig into the details of some of those things? A, you've got your your computer you have a phantom computer that you keep wanting to go to um, yeah when you feel like you like uh if you forget your smartphone that phantom smartphone feeling like oh what notifications i get or like you keep reaching down to your pocket and it's not there it's like that now is there any sense of relief when you realize like oh no freedom um no, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, I mean, it's low level, but it's nagging in the background pretty constantly. Like, oh, I should be getting on or like, what am I missing type thing? Um, what one else? huge, what yeah. one huge like benefit is that notifications from a work email and a work Slack and a work Google calendar are no longer coming in. And it's amazing. Like I knew that would be, that would have accounted for a lot of notifications, but I didn't realize how many. So that's awesome. Um, what do you call it? The boom, boom sweep? <laughs> yeah, brush, brush sweep brush, or whatever the, the classic slack sound is called. And um, let's just for just so that we have, in case anyone's fallen asleep by now, let's wake them up, Dan, uh, editor Dan. Do you mind just squeezing in a quick sound effect? <laughs> yeah, I'll squeeze that in. That's so people can know what it sounds like. <laughs> they're They're blood pressure immediately shoots through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be where i put it in <laughs> um so that's been awesome i i'm super excited to get my sleep schedule back to um like a going to bed pretty early waking up pretty early situation that i was on for a long long time pre-pandemic when i was playing hockey kind of like a go to bed at 9 10 wake up at 5 i really got away from that during the pandemic and while working with part of our team in San Francisco, it's just really difficult to mm. maintain that. So um, this week is trying to wean back slowly into my old habits, <laughs> get, get to something closer that resembles Ian's early bird schedule. I just feel super, I, I got all the items that I was keeping like ragtag on my whiteboard digitized into Trello which is like a little backlog tool where you can organize all sorts of stuff. So I don't know. The, the, the general feeling is just overwhelming excitement and ambition to like do all of those tasks all at once, which <laughs> obviously I need to curb that a little bit so that I can focus. But um, for the moment, that's not an issue. It just feels good to be that excited and ready to hit the ground on some of the stuff full time. So 
that's that was my my last two weeks. Um, just to be clear, you have already started your independent life, right? You've got things like you're doing things every day. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, all the stuff that I was doing in this in my spare time before. All of those commitments have slowly ramped up. So I probably have between like 20 and 30, maybe plus hours a week that are kind of already spoken for, depending yeah, on that's awesome. what projects are yeah. in in process. So like that, yeah, that quickly jumped from like probably what was 10 hours a week, maybe max to um, what will look like 20 to 30. So I think for me, the main focus of December and maybe early next year is kind of get a handle on what that feels like week in and week out to see what my actual bandwidth is. Um, and yeah, I mean, especially given the holiday period, try to really ramp up some of my individual efforts on the YouTube channel and stuff. I, I was really busy in that transition and kind of fell down on some of those personal projects that I wanted to push out. I definitely want to make a video just kind of explaining that transition. Not that anyone really cares, but it gives us a chance to plug this podcast on the end yeah. screen. Can't um, say that, Dan. Because if nobody cares about that, then no, nobody cares about this. Then nobody cares about us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Our entire existence just through this so, podcast. Yeah, we'll throw this minuscule podcast in front of 100 people and uh, we'll see if we can get up to... You know, we can snag two more <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Just excited, very thankful, ready to go, happy to join the dark side. Yeah. Now, are you gonna happy to take any ahead. time to just uh, I don't know, you know, like lay on the couch and be a potato, or are you? Uh, Hell going... <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, talk That's about right. that for a second. <laughs> well, one, I don't own a couch. Uh. <laughs> Two. Give yourself the option. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have the option. Um, He's just laying on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, part, part of it is definitely, I think I did a good job of jumping into something that I really enjoy spending my time doing. And so far, day four, that's held up. Um, so, you know, this is stuff that I want to work on, kind of. It's not something that I feel like I want to take a break from. And also there's no PTO anymore. This is just time off, not paid time off. So I think that's that's top of mind as I'm kind of, you know, technically have a runway here. So that's, <laughs> I can't be lazing around too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I don't feel the need to yet. I feel pretty refreshed in terms of, um, you know, leaving one thing and, and starting another. I don't feel like I need, I took a lot of break between um, the role that I had before the one I just left and that one that was great and needed well past due by the time I took that but I don't feel like I need that right now which is also cool yeah for sure that's awesome happy now for Ian uh. um you've been pasting lots of very intense graphs in our chat geometry <laughs> And I'm seeing red and I'm seeing green. Yeah, more, more you're red tracking green. things and whatnot. Do you care to explain any of that? <laughs> no, uh, no, not, not really. <laughs> All right. Well, for Steve and Linda, this is 
Because <laughs> See you next week. it would seem as though you're getting ready to turn that puppy on. So, not quite. Um, I was I was feeling pretty good about some stuff, and then as I was kind of like digging into it a bit more, I realized like some of the assumptions I was making were a little bit optimistic. Um, so I'm going back assumptions to assumptions about what specifically. Uh, well, so like all all those like hypothetical trades on those graphs, um, I'm not like actually placing those with like brokers or anything. That's just me back testing um with this dinky little like simulator thing i wrote um and so, so you wrote the infrastructure to do the back testing infrastructure is a little bit generous oh, sorry. but uh <laughs> yeah it's just some like python mechanism scripts magic and stuff. yeah yeah magic magic incantations <laughs> um but so yeah when i when i wrote it i was um like I was being a little bit optimistic about like um, like what price my order would get filled at, and then like when I wanted to exit a position, like what um, like what price it would get filled at and stuff. Um, so I turned some of those dials to be a little bit more like worst case scenario. Ooh. Um, and with those assumptions. Uh, like my strategy's not making money anymore, so now I'm I'm trying to kind of like harden it a bit. Um, and realistically, I think the assumptions I'm using are probably like maybe too pessimistic, but I'd rather like go in with something uh, that I think like has a reasonably good chance. Um, you know, rather than like like putting money into something that I'm just kind of like, wow, it seems like it kind of works. Okay, let's give it a try. Right, right. Um, so you know, that's it's been. Uh, I I <laughs> I kind of like uh, did all the stuff that was in my wheelhouse first. So like building out the integrations and um, like automating all the stuff that I could. And, and now I've kind of gotten to the point where it's like, uh, how do you trade stocks and <laughs> currencies? And like I'm just a total novice. So like. <laughs> I keep like thinking I've got a little like nugget of something that might be promising. And then like, uh, no, you're just an idiot. You don't know anything yet. So, um, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's cool. I it's, it's been a while since I've been like, just completely, uh, like new at something. And so like, it's, it's uncomfortable for sure. Um, but in a kind of like weird, uh, masochistic way it's kind of fun to like i don't know yeah have that challenge explore yeah yeah uh, so is it what what has your last two weeks looked like is it a lot of just working with that mechanism that you have in place testing retesting retest like is it <laughs> you waking up and testing for eight hours a day just trying to run these simulations uh yeah so it's like all yeah so like um I'll implement or tweak a strategy uh, and then I'll run it against like uh, a few years of data with a few different like currency pairs to see how it performs like on average. Um, and then when the red numbers come up, then I go back to the drawing board and tweak or <laughs> start working on this strategy. <laughs> when the big bad red ones come up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't like the red ones. We're, we're hunting for the green ones, but they're elusive. Um, 
but yeah so like it's it's cool because i think nor like when you try to do this like i'll say quote unquote by hand um like it's i don't think you have the same access to uh like try your strategy to that uh to that extent like um you can you can paper trade um so just like simulated trading with a brokerage or whatever but you're kind of limited to like you know how fast you can click buttons and stuff mm. um and so that's where i'm like i'm i'm really appreciative of having this like software experience cuz like i mean i'm like every time i i run this thing i'm simulating like you know thousands and thousands and thousands of trade decisions uh in just like a, a couple seconds and so i get like a pretty solid idea of like i'm doing something right or more likely i'm not uh which is it's cool it's cool to have that like quick feedback if i didn't know any better ian i would say you just maybe flexed there <laughs> i didn't I didn't, I didn't mean to. I just, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just meant even like though, it's even a... still, it's an Ian flex. So, like for, for those of you listening, if you missed it, let's just uh, do a quick playback. <laughs> see if you see if you can pick it out. I don't know. I just meant like I'm I'm grateful to have that experience because uh, like I can see how it would be a lot more frustrating. And like it is, it's frustrating, but I can see how it would be a lot more so if I was like having these like failures, uh, you know, kind of like trickling in like every way slower. Yeah, yeah, a couple hours. Cause it's like, I know I'm doing something wrong, but what? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, it's, I guess to summarize, it's been kind of like a, a frustrating week but also like i know that's part of the process and so i'm i'm kind of a i don't know enjoying it's not the right word but uh like this is what i signed up for and uh in a weird way i'm kind of appreciating it that's awesome nice yeah so so ian tell me um i know we talked about this a bit but um what just to deconstruct what you're doing a little bit what are some of the shapes that you're trying to mimic? Because I know you, there are just deep, like, uh, um, yeah, there are just names for those things. Uh, yeah. So there's like, well, so there's um, like common so patterns. Like the double drop that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and that's actually so that's what I'm focusing on right now is uh, like reversals. So like the double bottom is one of the um, big patterns um there are a bunch of others um little w right basically looks like a small w at the bottom of a of a right is that fair to say yeah yeah and it can be so like there can between the two points of the w on the bottom there can be like other points in between um but it, yeah generally it's like you've got uh a low um and like it's it's a it's an extrema and then you have another one um, that's a little bit higher. And so the idea is like uh, price is kind of pushing down and then it hits kind of a floor, like a resistance zone. And then um, it kind of hops back up and then it comes back down, but it doesn't come back down quite as far. So that's supposed to indicate like the potential that the um, like the price is kind of reversing course. And then there's like, there's a bunch of other things that you factor into the decision. And, and um, those like... Um... 
the foundations for those things, right? What you're finding these things partly in textbooks, partly just by um, reading on the internet, right? Yeah, yeah. So that I took a couple of, uh, you know, those like self-learning courses, um, plug Udemy, I guess, uh, for free. A uh, couple of courses on there. Um, a couple on YouTube, but the YouTube stuff uh, has been pretty like high level and not super useful. Um, if I ever hear you insult YouTube again. <laughs> oh, no, I just, I think. <laughs> I'm kidding. You insulted yeah. it for being too highbrow. It's too <laughs> esoteric for it. Um, and then what else? Uh, Investopedia, big, big shout out to Investopedia. Ooh, nice. Because uh, they have a lot of really good information for free. Yeah. I think that's run by the Investopedias. It's a um, small, um, wealthy <laughs> family of Investopedias. Oh, that's where the term investment comes from. Yeah, Erica Investopedia <laughs> is like the matriarch. Um, John Investopedia. John's cool. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, just anything I can get my hands on. Uh, and then I'll, you know take a piece of information, try it out, kind of like see how it performs. And then like if it does good so, at all. Hmm? Um, I've got just two other questions. So first question is like, um, what other shapes have you uh, focused in on? So the double bottom, double top. Um, there's one called head and shoulders. There's, um, there's also different. So these are like um, patterns that multiple candles form, but there's also um, like particular shapes that the individual candles can take. Um, and those candles are, are like ranges. They're like um, in these graphics, basically ranges of the price points. Do we lose him? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably still there talking. So, Ian, if you're still there, um, I'll just keep asking questions because I'm recording and maybe you're still recording on your end. We just lost you. While we get him back, can we discuss how I think Head & Shoulders is a shampoo and we missed a great <laughs> a opportunity yeah, we, for a sponsorship? We could have gotten them. God. Oh, man. Is there a Head & Shoulders jingle that you can just squeeze right in after he said, oh, he's talking. <laughs> oh, he's back. <laughs> Wait, what's up? Did I cut out? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Are you still no. recording though? Yeah, yeah, I am. Beautiful, well, beautiful. Good. Okay. Yeah, piece of cake. So okay. hopefully all you said was perfectly articulate and uh, we just interrupted you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, but anyway, all that to say that like the the, the shapes and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, ju that's just like part of it. And then you have to kind of like corroborate what those might be saying with some other things um, that are also like... Um, kind of like aggregate measures of of price over time hmm. and um one thing that i think is interesting that you mentioned uh last time we were talking about these sort of nuts and bolts yeah is that all of these shapes you can sort of just say okay we're observing them in these graphics of how the market is changing and what people are paying and uh, taking for whatever share but um beyond or deeper than them just being observable they're sort of like articulatable as human responses like there's 
a level of just human behavioral understanding that can explain the shapes that exist. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the line that traces along the graph, that's um, you've got people on either side kind of pushing against each other. Um, and so like when it goes up, the people that are selling uh, are, are kind of like dominating that interaction. And when it goes down, wait, did I say so? People that are buying are dominating that interaction. And when it goes down, it's kind of the opposite. So, um, and then, yeah, it's like, uh, you can get way deep into kind of like the specifics of it. Um, and you can kind of like, um, I don't know, some of the people I watch are, they'll, they'll like, um, something will happen and they'll be like, oh, there's a, like, oh, there's a hidden buyer. And that's like someone who uh, has a sell position or a hidden seller, sorry. And that's someone who has like a sell position um, that's not like publicly advertised. So like, the price will go up and then there's this hidden seller um, that sells off a bunch of shares and pushes the price back down. And it's like, you can't see it coming, but you get burned occasionally. Um, Cause there's like, you can't really, there's no way of predicting it, but then like kind of the, um, all the momentum will go out of the uptrend. And it's like, there's all this like very nuanced stuff with like, uh, like what you can and can't do in the markets. And then like how people take advantage of that. Um, it's, I don't know. It's super interesting, but I don't know. I guess that's why the graphs are so jagged is, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's not like a, uh, a clean, like, uh, phenomenon. It's kind of chaotic and, you know, there's countless participants doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, t I, so in, um, one of my other, uh, hustles is that I uh, um, tutor test prep as well as a number of different academic subjects and um, worked for a summer program for a number of years. Uh, and the one year they had an, ac uh, uh, an economics teacher who uh, last minute had some family um, issues that she had to resolve. So she had to, um, uh, like had to duck out at the last second and so uh this guy mikey boyle was a mikey um he's he uh reached out to me he's the program director coordinator at the time um and reached out to me and said hey could you keep teach economics and i was like uh no <laughs> I, I remember when you had like four days <laughs> yeah yeah and so um i so normally my experience in teaching at that point in time and um, private tutoring was in SAT and ACT prep. And so math is certainly favors um, or figures heavily in that content. But uh, I had, yeah, I had no experience with either academics or personal finance was this other class I had to teach. Um, and so for like six days, hopped on Khan Academy, boom. <laughs> They've got a, a delightful little setup for microeconomics that I watched um, uh, back to back to back on 1.75 speed, which was exciting. These <laughs> <laughs> things spicy. And then um, uh, went in and it was luckily just each cohort of students. It was like a nine week program, but each cohort of students would only be there for a week or two weeks um, tops. And the ones who had signed up for economics for two weeks, which is like, 
whose fucking parents sent these kids to a summer camp to take an economics class at <laughs> summer camp? Anyways, <laughs> a lot of them did. Um, but they, uh, after two weeks, any of those kids who were there for two weeks realized that, oh, okay, so Brendan's just going to do the same things that he did last week. <laughs> was, I don't know, I only have five days worth of content. I've, I've only been doing this stuff for, um, you know. Five couple, days. A <laughs> couple minutes. <laughs> what kind of but stuff are I, you teaching? Uh, so just the basics of microeconomics. So like um, uh, supply and demand curves, things like surpluses, things like, um, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> What's the it kids called? the kids know so much i'm sure oh it's yeah fun. they're like they're, uh, yeah you just ask them the question like yeah it's all this like, okay well thanks yes yeah, so, <laughs> but basically what um it was kind of cool actually so i uh added in freakonomics radio which is just incredibly illustrative and useful um played that one day uh talked about uber as like the this data box that you can use to basically visualize in real life what a um, supply and demand curve could look like because they have these um, changing price scales based on demand which is really interesting um, i have no idea if any kids got anything from it because i turned <laughs> the lights off and they maybe all just put their heads down <laughs> but you know if you're a teacher and uh, those teacher. of you out there listening you know exactly what that's about <laughs> and then um, we also played Settlers of Catan to talk about a couple of mm. different economic concepts. Oh, nice. Opportunity costs and um, competition. And, War. Uh, resources and, yeah, murder. is an interesting economic concept. <laughs> Trading wheat for brick and brick for... <laughs> yeah, which wood. happens in the in daily economy. Uh, all That's most of it. It's just yeah. Cheaps. <laughs> Well, the reason I say that is because so much of it, I had no idea about this before diving in, but so much of it is mathematics and algorithms and shapes and trying to articulate things, yeah, in those different ways, but obviously has a foundation in humanities and like just understanding how humans behave and react to certain things because generally it's just a bunch of different people acting the way that people act. And then we can try and understand that with graphs and images and concepts. Boom. Drop the mic. Boom. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the bad guy here, guys. Yeah, we got We're cut done. It. We're out of time. Oh, yeah. well, it's we, we're keeping tight hours, so let's uh thirty seconds from everybody, real quick, what are you doing next week? Uh <clears throat> Brennan, go. Oh shit, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, you know, how many seconds do I have left? 20 seconds left. Oh, no. Okay. He's doing great. <laughs> we're going to um, start. I, I got spawn. I'm going to order today. Um, we're going to start a, a run. If it gets here by Thursday, we'll 10 start seconds. Again. Oh, Jesus. And then <laughs> uh, basically, I'll be um, Parker's mushroom tutor for a week. And then we'll try and get a number of uh, grows going. Um, and then probably next week we can uh, post some ads for the extracts as well. Wow. That's awesome, guys. That's a lot. Ian. Uh, you, you can Ian. have my 30 seconds, uh, Brendan. I think, I think you kind of got it cut short there. <laughs> no, no, you got to sit there and, and oh, shit. God. Oh, no. 
<laughs> I'm just banging my head against the keyboard, guys. It's more <laughs> nice. More Slapping that. those keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get into into details next time. Nice. Popcorn, Dan. Popcorn, me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna try and focus on scheduling some content for both myself and clients a little bit farther ahead than what I was able to do part time. So that'll be cool. Give myself a little bit more prep and breathing room. And I think that'll be the big focus for the week, honestly. Get them signing their lives away. Yeah. P- uh, popcorn, Parker. Um, uh, 30 seconds. Uh, insulate shed. <laughs> that's going up. The plywood over insulation. Oh, yes. um, going to pop out a place for a socket. That's power. Shed good. Uh, and <laughs> website for reach. Going to work on that. Figure out a timeline mm-hmm. and a scope of work. Um, and then I'm supposed to meet. Oh, and then I'm going to finish. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Uh, I'm finishing up the last mural at phs this week bye okay. mm. <laughs> <laughs> bye all right ladies and gentlemen Brandon, take us home okay so for steve and linda we also need an outro um dan i think that it is your week because you no no off i can't do it last week. i so, can't do it ladies and germs for steve and linda i'm brendan i'm dan i'm ian i'm parker steve and linda will be back next week we hope you join uh, join us uh tune in um Dan, what kind of uh, musical stylings do you have for us on our way out? I can't do it live. I'm too scared. (laughs) Just the moaning. (laughs) (laughs) We can also go with a very much needed seven seconds of just pure, unadulterated silence. You want me to leave seven seconds on the end here? (laughs) Can you put crickets in it? Just... (laughs) Yeah, just like sounds of nature. That would be good. (laughs) All right, ready, go. Well, yeah, or you could just add seven seconds to the end. (laughs) (laughs) That was a real organic seven seconds. All right, we're stopping. We're stopping. All right. Boop, 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 boop.